0: It's recording. I see the red light. I think it's recording. All right. This is the penal log of Agent Nigel Jones. Today's date is October 365. The year is 2155 and 38. This is the interdimensional court log. This penal log is pertaining to case number 5364, part Q, pertaining to one Jack Strobe, who is in violation of his probation terms. We will be proceeding to intercept Mr. Strobe and deliver him to a new location where he can carry out his sentence as prescribed by the court. I will now be activating the interventional portal to the last known coordinates of Mr. Strobe. Activation in three, two, one. The portal is now open. I will be proceeding through the portal and intercepting Jack Strobe.
1: Ah. Hold on, let me get a towel. Ugh. That's disgusting. Sorry, just figured I was alone in the house. There we go. You are Jack Strobe, are you not? Uh well, it depends on who's asking. Are you here to kill me? No,
0: my name is Nigel Jones. I'm an agent of the Interdimensional Court. This interaction is being recorded as part of your penal log.
1: Oh, yes. Is this about Max disappearing from this dimension? Because I had nothing to do with that. The leprechauns took him. That is
0: of no concern to me. What is of concern to me is that you are in violation of your probation terms. Sentence must be carried out as prescribed by the
1: court. How can I stay close to Max when Max has been transported into another dimension where I don't even know where he is and is being tortured by leprechauns? They're probably sticking spaghetti noodles up his nose right now and they don't cook it first.
0: Max's whereabouts are of no interest or concern to me. What is of concern to me is that you must be in close proximity to AMAX. Therefore, I will now be closing this portal and opening up this portal here. Three, two, one. You will be coming with me. Do you have any bags or things you would like to bring with you to your new home?
1: No, no. I'll just grab this remote here. A friend of mine did some work on it, so it might come in handy. Let me
0: see that. There you go. Inspection. All right. We'll allow it. Sweet. Come with me. All right. After you. All right.
1: Oh, wow. Nice. So this is
0: my new home, I take it? That's correct. You will be taking this recording device here. All you right. You are required to record all of your interactions for at least the next seven days. Seven days. All, all right. All the recordings on this device will be automatically transmitted to the interdimensional court verification of your sentence now
1: what if i should meet a pretty lady during those seven days trying to record everything
0: There should be no lapses longer than 30 minutes mm. not even close to long enough
1: but all right we'll see what
0: i can do all right mr strobe enjoy your new home i'll take my leave
1: all right it looks like he's stepped back through the portal there um, boy this is a conundrum of course I mentioned the whole thing about ladies, not only because I'm worried about ladies, but also because I need to be able to hop back to Max's dimension every now and then and get whatever stuff I want from there. I didn't really want to gather up all my things in front of him, because not all my things are, strictly speaking, things I'm supposed to have. I think what I'll do is just continue recording on this recording device and hit pause whenever I don't want something recorded. I'm also thinking that I should continue uploading to Max's podcast. I mean, he's probably dead, but I feel like he would want that. And he would want me to describe what's around here and sort of do a science-y investigation. So in memory of Max, I'm going to tell you what I'm seeing. So as I look around, I see a big sign over a door. It's got a big glass window in it. I can see people in there. At least one person behind a big desk with a bunch of switches on it. Kind of looks like a studio or something. He's talking to a microphone. Oh, that's Max. Well, I guess that makes sense. I'm, they brought me to another Max, so... There is a version of Max here through that glass, and above the door it says, Morning Zoo with Max and Wilson. Wilson. Oh, no. I thought all the Wilsons were gone, but um, it says the Morning Zoo with Max and Wilson, so maybe I'm going to meet Wilson again. I don't really like that guy. Um tends to ruin my fun. Maybe not all versions of him are bad. So, morning zoo with Max and Wilson. Before I go into this other room where they're recording, there is a light here that says on air and it's lit. But as I sit here and think about it, I just don't care. So I'm going to open the door and go on in. Maybe I'll at least be quiet and listen to what they say. Yeah,
2: that was the most outrageous outfit we've ever seen yet from Princess Diana. Can you believe it? Complete rainbow meat suit. Oh. <laughs> Totally out there. What will she come up with next? You'll never believe what happened at the latest Seahawks game. Find out right after this break. You. You Hi. must be the new co-host. About time. My name's Jack. No. Jack Stroop. Nope. that's not your name.
1: Your name's not Jack. Your name is Wilson. Wilson. That's right. Like, about yay high, kind of obnoxious annoyingly moral that Wilson this
2: is the morning zoo with Max and Wilson has been for 10 years seven months ago Wilson disappeared and the station has taken forever finding his replacement but now that you're here you're Wilson sit down right there all right I'm Wilson back on the air sitting down five four three and we're back I'm Max and I'm Wilson that's right this is the morning zoo with Max and Wilson can you believe what happened at last week's Seahawks game?
1: Yeah, I, uh, obviously
2: Wilson slept through it. Russell Wilson,
1: right? Right? Uh, oh, yeah. Pretty awesome. The quarterback was not
2: pleased when her husband, Russell Wilson, ran onto the field. In the middle of the game, he was screaming. His whole body was on fire. It was insane. She was about to throw an amazing touchdown pass. And instead, all the players dove onto Russell Wilson to put him out. Ciara's throw just went straight into an empty end zone. Wow. Seahawks lost I, the game.
1: Yeah, that was something else. How much do
2: you think the Rams paid Russell Wilson to pull that stunt? Throw the oh, game. Must
1: have been a small fortune, I guess. At least three Bitcoin. Wow. Yeah, that would be a small fortune. That's my guess. Dang. Poor Russell Wilson. It's come to that. Oh, he
2: was fine.
1: Yeah, of course he was.
2: All 22 of the ladies on field piled on top of him. Put that fire out real quick. I guess he
1: was fine then. Oh yeah, Very you fine. know he enjoyed it at the bottom of that pile. Oh, yeah. Right, this is one of those morning shows. Yeah, yeah. He was loving it. NFL
2: football is off the hook. Those ladies are the
1: best show on television. Oh, yeah. I am all about the ladies. I, I'm i with you there.
2: Ever since the league went all women and 24-hour-a-day games, absolute besting on television.
1: yeah. 24-hour-a-day games. That definitely sounds like a thing that women would do.
2: Yeah. Well, they had to expand the league, of course.
1: 300 teams. It's all worth it. Totally worth it. 100% worth it. I may self-immolate and run out onto the field sometime. Well, let's talk about the latest
2: outrageous tweets from President Gordon Ramsay.
1: Wow. Yeah, he's uh, pretty unfiltered, that President Gordon Ramsay. That's right.
2: Did you see his latest tweet?
1: No, I can't say I did. I got it right here. He says, Chinese cooking is like a virus. That's totally insensitive. I've definitely seen political figures associating China with viruses and definitely see why Ramsey would be getting in trouble for saying that. Oh, it fired up his base. In fact, the phone lines are lighting up right
2: now. Let's take some calls.
1: All right. Line three. You're on with the morning zoo with Max and Wilson.
2: That's right. What do you think about... Gordon Ramsay's latest tweets.
1: Go ahead, caller.
2: This is not that kind of program. (laughs) Yeah, um... Wilson, you should not have chosen that phone line.
1: How was I supposed to know it was a heavy breather?
2: You are supposed to be screening the calls. That is half of your job.
1: All right, I guess I'll um start listening to some of these and see if I can figure out if one of them's okay to put on the air. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. That was obscene.
2: Let's try the caller on line one. Caller on line one. You're on Morning Zoo with Max and Wilson. What do you think about President Ramsey's latest tweets?
1: Um... I love President Ramsey, but the real reason I want to call in is to ask, what does your new co-host look like and what is he wearing?
2: He's a total slob. Uh, Hey, now. Came into this studio wearing rags. Basically, potato sacks. They grabbed
1: me. I was naked. I just had to grab whatever I could find and throw it on. Jeez. I don't know what any of that means. Wow, that's how I started my last job, too. Thanks for your question, caller. They just came and grabbed me.
2: Wow, okay.
1: I feel for you, New Wilson.
2: All right, well, we've got some real weirdos on the line this morning. I think that's enough. Wow, is
1: every episode of your show like, or our show like this? This is wild.
2: Pretty much. It was a lot harder to carry on a conversation with myself, though. So it's nice to have a co-host again. Welcome, Wilson.
1: Yep. I just happened to be named Wilson. It's an awfully nice convenience. Absolutely. That volleyball over there, does that have something to do with the show? It says, Wilson. That's just
2: for our beach volleyball during the afternoon break.
1: You wrote a face on it? Uh, all right. I thought maybe you are just getting really lonely without Wilson here. He
2: was the standing co-host in between Wilsons. Yes. But the listeners couldn't hear him, and they did not know about him until just now. I do not appreciate you bringing up Volleyball Wilson. Oh, oh We're sorry. We're going to go to break, and when we come back... We're going to have, are you my true arch nemesis? Sounds interesting. What do we do for, are
1: you my true arch nemesis?
2: Uh, Oh my gosh. Have you never listened to the Morning Zoo before? How did you get through the hiring process? I told them I wanted to be on the hiring loop for this job. The
1: hiring process was people showed up in my kitchen while I was naked and dragged me here. That was the hiring process.
2: Okay, that doesn't sound anything like HR's typical procedures. I'm going to have to have a word with the people in HR about how the heck they're finding these people, but whatever. Okay, listen, here's how this segment goes. We've only got a little bit before we come back from commercial. So, high level, we've got a caller here. They called in the beginning of the show, this is a very popular segment. So they call in right, like, as soon as the show starts. They've been on hold this whole time. I screened them before we started. So I know they're good. They're not a heavy breather or going to ask some weird questions about what you're wearing. They're good. And this caller is going to tell us who their arch nemesis is. And then we've got a trap that we're going to lay for that arch nemesis. And to see if they're really, the really the arch nemesis. Wait, 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 wait. You'll wait. get it. Follow along.
1: All right. Guess I'll find out.
2: We're back in five, four, three, two. And we're back. The Morning Zoo with Max and Wilson. It's time for everyone's favorite segment. Are you my true arch nemesis? All
1: right. Well, we've got line three ready to go here. Let's see who we have.
2: All right. We've got Brian on the line. Brian, you're today's contestant. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not worried about
3: it, but I just thought I would double check. I've had one arch nemesis for 20 years. I tormented this guy all through high school. And I've made his life miserable since then. I mean, I even stole his wife, Ooh, I mean, man. Ooh, that's rough. I mean, like,
2: I'm sure. His name is Joe, and he's definitely my arch nemesis. I would bet money on it. Well, we've got Joe's number here. We're going to call him up. Now, you stay on the line, but don't say anything until we tell you. I'm listening. Wilson, dial in
1: Joe. All right, here we go.
2: Hello? Hello, is this Joe? Yeah, this is Joe. Hi there, Joe. What what do you want? This is Jim Bob's Glitter Bombs, and you have won our monthly contest for a super deluxe Glitter Bomb delivery, completely free of charge, sent from you to your arch nemesis. All you gotta do is tell us the name, who you want to send it to, give us their info, and we will. Send Jim Bob's Glitter Bomb, Super Deluxe Glitter Bomb to your arch nemesis and absolutely ruin their day, their week, their month, their entire year, maybe even their decade.
3: Wow. Okay. Um. you know, I do have an arch nemesis, actually, for many, many years. Uh, So, yeah, I I think uh, definitely. Let's hear it. Spit it out. What's their name? My next door neighbor, neighbor, Cindy. Uh, she's just really annoying.
2: Ooh, Cindy.
3: Cindy? Cindy? Cindy can't be your arch nemesis! How what, Cindy? Who is that on, on the line? Who is that?
2: Joe, we've got Brian on the line.
3: Bri- Brian? Wait, Brian who? Brian who? I stole your wife! Really? Ring any bells there, Joe? I thought she just got bored and left. Uh, well, um... I hope you're very happy with her. Uh, she was kind of mean. I can't believe I've been living with your mean wife and you don't even know it. I tormented you all through high school. Joe, don't you remember all the spitwads I used to shoot at you from across the room? Oh, I always wondered who, who was doing that.
2: Uh-huh. Sorry, Brian. It sounds like you're not Joe's arch nemesis after all.
1: Uh-huh. Thanks for
2: playing, Brian. Thanks for playing, Joe.
1: Wow, he seems really upset. Is that normal for people to be that upset?
2: Oh, it's the best. There's a reason this is the listener's favorite segment on The Morning Zoo with Max and Wilson.
1: Wow, that was intense. I didn't know people were that serious about having arch nemesis. Is that a thing around here? Listen, Wilson,
2: you really got to amp it up a bit if you're going to continue on this show.
1: Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that was crazy, crazy but totally expected because I also go nuts when I, my arch nemesis doesn't acknowledge me. Yeah, that's totally normal behavior from a human being.
2: Absolutely. What is that sound? I did not tell you to patch in another caller, but yeah, I'm hearing uh, all kinds of voices. All kinds of voices. Where is that coming from? Oh, it's coming from outside the studio. Is it? Uh-oh. Who let all those children in here? Uh,
1: those are leprechauns, and you should run for your life right now. Run.
2: No, not kidding. Run. Run, run where? We are in a small enclosed studio. Oh. Oh no. Wait. We are on the air. No. Hey, leave that shut. Don't no, you're not you're not allowed in here. On I'm the air, you, recording. Run. Right. Yeah, run, stay away Max. from me. Stay away. Run. There's nowhere to go! That's They're all over go me. anywhere.
1: Ah. Oh, that's oh. You should not do that to a human being. Oh. Oh, ah. People don't get it that way. Listeners, this is not a bit. I am being
2: attacked by leprechauns. This is real. Ah. They're dragging me out of the studio. I'm getting... uh, Where are they? they, His head can't turn uh, that far. uh, Don't do
1: that. uh, uh, uh. Oh, man. That was terrifying. They all left with him. Oh, man. So, as you may have gathered, Maxes, apparently throughout the multiverse, are being kidnapped by leprechauns, including my former roommate, who I assume is now dead. And I've just been wishing that I could do something about it, or avenge him, or something, or maybe rescue him if he's still alive. In fact, that's why I called up a friend of mine, and he owed me a favor, and I had him work on Max's remote. Theoretically, now I haven't tested this yet, but theoretically, this remote I brought with me should open up a portal back to the Bageltron 2000, which was Max's invention, which opened portals to other dimensions. Normally, you'd hear about that at the top of an episode, but this is a little unusual, because I got kidnapped, and I'm going to try to turn this into an episode. But yeah, I think I'm going to go back to Max's house, the original Max. And I just realized that I'm still on the air, and all the phone lines are lighting up. Well, people in this dimension, the Max from your morning show has been abducted and is probably being horribly tortured and or killed right now. I'm sorry. I'm going to turn off the equipment here, and I'm going to peace out all right unfortunately those people heard about their morning show host they heard him be captured and they heard what probably is happening to him that'll probably scar them for life all right uh, i'm gonna try this remote oh yep it's open now theoretically i should be able to hop through this yep i'm back in max's garage the original max just shut this down here and i have a feeling it won't be long the interdimensional authorities catch up with me again and try to reunite me with another Max. But they may be running out of Maxes. It seems like they're being hunted across the multiverse. Boy, when those leprechauns hold a grudge, they really hold a grudge. I feel sorry for any version of Max anywhere. Guess we'll see what happens. I'm going to upload this to the podcast feed, and if I can, I'll upload something next week as well.
0: From the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis. Starring J.R. Willett as Jack. Actually, it's Wilson, Strobe, and Tim Ellis as Max. To the max! The music by Alpha Geek. Logo by Abe Schmidt. If you love this podcast, you should support it on Patreon where you'll get exclusive bonus content like raw, unfiltered episodes, peeks behind the scenes, and extended editions of the show. And as always, follow us on Twitter at DispatchesFM and visit us online at Dispatches.FM.
2: out there what will she come up with next honk honk (laughs) 24 hour a day games absolute best thing on television (laughs) is like a virus (laughs) great (laughs) no too much You're the one that always tells me I can't tell
1: coronavirus jokes. So if you want to go there, I'm not going to try to stop you.